Hello and welcome to this week's Selection Box with me, Jarlath Regan and Tom Dunn. Jigsaw.ie are our chosen charity partner. Please go and give them a check out this week. They're helping an unbelievable amount of young people in Ireland survive this pandemic and equip themselves with the mental health skills they'll need to survive in life beyond this. Resilience, mental toughness, there's a phone line, seminars, webinars, the whole lot, everything you need if you're concerned about a young person in your life is there at Jigsaw.ie, our chosen charity partner at the Irishman Abroad. Well, the Selection Box is a Patreon exclusive. You'll get a little taster here if you're listening on iTunes, but you want to hear all of the recommendations that Tom Dunn has for us this week, including a track from Villagers, a wider discussion about the life lessons contained in songwriting, and, of course, our documentaries. Well, Tom, I did set you the task of finding rock documentaries or music documentaries specifically, because I'm... I'm I'm a, I'm a nerd for these. I adore music documentaries. I'm not sure why, but maybe it's because when they're great, they're truly awesome. And even when they're bad, they're not so bad either. Do you feel the same way? Yeah, I love them. I've lived in one. You know, I think my life is a music <laughs> documentary just waiting to be made. So sometimes when I'm watching them, it's the nuts and bolts of being in the industry that I kind of marveling at how similar it can all be. Mm. But also the, the tales of people, and you mentioned it there a little bit, who stick to their guns of things, who have a vision, um, have an idea for a song and manage to somehow stick to that and get it across. And I know we're going to talk about Villagers a little bit later. And he, for me at the moment, is the greatest living example of that. He's a man who's just, he's like Leonardo da Vinci in music. He's, he's got it all going. If you go to his website at the moment, uh, just in the pre-teasers uh, for the new album and click on to the artwork. It's got a book club on it. It's, it's got <laughs> reading recommendations on it. So it's just, the music is great. His lyrics are great. He just, he's expressing himself so beautifully. And when in documentaries, when you get to see how about, well, there's two things. One, how it comes together, but probably more than anything else, the various things that are put in its path to stop it coming mm, together. Yes. Yeah, are, and how, how fragile it it all is. I guess we could do another episode about the greatest ones of all time, because that's, you know, that's a, a real hot, hotly debated topic. But you found two for us anyway that are more recent and one that might you've you've written down rich comic value in this one. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and when I saw the title of it, I was like, now, I, I don't know where the humour is going to be in this, but you tell us about it anyway, Tom. Well, it's called The Pedal Movie, and I found out about it from my own guitar player sending us a WhatsApp in, in the Something Happens group that this thing is on and that it's about guitarists talking about the various pedals that they use. <laughs> <laughs> and we're, and we're, talk, we're not talking bicycles. <laughs> no, we're not talking bicycles. We're talking effects pedals. Some people won't uh, know what, what, what an effects pedal is listening to this. Let me explain everything to you. An electric guitar is really just a loud acoustic. That is all it is. And what happens afterwards is what you add to it. And what you add to it are the effects pedals, the things that make it sound the way it does. It's kind of like that, um, the great magician in Yellow Brick Road, when they take away his effects and it's just a tiny little voice behind it. <laughs> um, that's really what the guitar player is playing mm. on stage. So um, the guitar effects are, are vital. And you two are probably, for me, the king of this one. When, when music was just kicking off, 
back uh, when they were starting out in the late 70s. The Edge had a particular effects unit called a Wham Copycat, and it created this signature delay on his guitar when he played it. It is the most, he used it more than anybody else in the world, and it is the most distinctive. The minute you hear it, you go, that's you two. We we got one in my previous band, The End, and we put it on once and everyone said, you sound like you two. And that was it. We had to get rid of it. <laughs> put it in the bin. Isn't that amazing that he could own a piece of technology that he didn't invent himself so much so that nobody else could use it anymore? Yeah, where where his where Edge's signature guitar sound came from is one of the great debates. There are some people who believe there was another band in England had it briefly, but they didn't become famous. But then wherever he heard it, he has this, all the early U2 stuff has this echo on it, this, you know, mm-hmm. very distinctive echo. And after that, nobody else was really allowed to use it. That, when I did my little bit of research, is kind of the story of this movie, the pedal movie. Pedals have been changing the sound of guitars pretty much from the moment guitars were invented. Mm. The, do you want the most most famous ones? Yeah, absolutely. Really? Yeah. Are we at that level now? Yeah. We're talking. I mean, this is like, here. here's the thing. I don't think that this, you said to me that this movie might be a bit too anorak and that only guitar people will listen to it. I think it's extraordinary that a lot of people won't know this at all, that this is essentially the, the conjuring behind the guitar sounds that you've yeah. loved for all these years. It might explain a lot. If, if you go to g- gigs that the guitar player never seems to be giving the audience <laughs> or the gig or the band his full attention, that he's kind of looking forward and at his feet. And that's where the shoegazer kind of movement came from. It's not that they were sh- staring at their feet, except the guitar player was staring at his pedals, which are on a little board in front of him. Mm. And guitar players on their pedals, it's a very, very close relationship. I, You know, I've been in a band with a man and for at least 20% of the time that I've been talking to him during his life, he's been kneeling down and, and fig- fiddling around at pedals. You know, and looking at me in exasperation. Any guitar player worth his salt will have about seven or eight guitar effects pedals in front of them. Every one of them has an individual power source or battery. Every one of them can break down individually in the middle of a gig and throw the singer into a spot where he now has to talk in between songs for days on end sometimes. (laughs) To the, to the audience, which destroys that whole mystique of being the singer. You know, suddenly you're telling old jokes or reading poetry. You know, it destroys things. So the most important effects are the fuzz tone, which is a kind of distorted sound. And the people who made this famous were the Rolling Stones. And the mm. first time it was ever employed to devastating effect was on I Can't Get No Satisfaction. Of course. So once they did that, the fuzz tone pedal became the pedal that every guitar player needed to get. Thereafter, other ones, the wah-wah pedal, which is one of my favorites. It's used in shaft, if you know that kind of sound. It is literally a wah-wah-wah-wah kind Bounce of sound. Like a wah-wah, that's it. That's the one, yeah. yeah. My favorite is the flanger. Which, um, <laughs> I mean, Tom, you're not making a great bid for people to watch this movie. <laughs> is it just people <laughs> listing? My favourite well, pedal. This is, sounds yes. like that well, priest in the cupboard in Father Ted. What's your favourite humming noise? That's it. <laughs> well, my own particular favourite is the flanger, <laughs> which allows you to add flange, a bit of flange <laughs> to the to any 
particular guitar sound you want. <laughs> Flange is most famous in the Beatles, Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds, and in uh, Walking on the Moon. And yeah, no, it's just two there. Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. But it sounds like a bit of a jet engine. That's that's the kind of sound flange. Not is. getting enough flange on that. We need exactly. to turn up the flange, yeah. mate. Yeah, other famous effects, chorus, which is on Come As You Are. That's a lovely little chorus effect. So your average guitar player has to have all of those things. Distortion, wah-wah, chorus, delay, filters. And basically, the point behind this movie is that as each new effect has been invented, music has kind of changed direction. And these things will, you know, people will explore for the guitar player, for him to explore what he can create. It's really what he can do with his effects pedals. Isn't so that, that is something. Well, I love the trailer. We're going to play the trailer and it'll give people a little taste of what this is. Of course, you'll have to buy or rent this on whatever platform you like watching things on. It's a bit of an epic. It's two and a half hours long. So let's let's hear the trailer and then we'll go to our next recommendation. Ever since musical instruments were first used, they have been an extension of people's power of expression. You have to go back all the way to the beginning. People shredding guitar speakers, turning the tone knob to create sort of a moving filter. It's a sordid tale, but at its core, it's people trying new things. We're literally inventing like what rock and roll became. All the different flavors that we get from guitars has historically evolved through these things called effects pedals. There's certain pieces of music that would not be the same without the effects. 